welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to part two of me answering your mindset and manifestation questions. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you go back to episode 199 um, because I'm answering questions there about goals, ambitions, whether it's something is ambitious or delusional. We're talking about what to do when things don't go to plan, you know, when you've set a goal, when you're manifesting things in a certain way and it's not happening, how to keep a positive mindset and all of that good stuff. But I thought because that was quite an in-depth packed episode, I would split it up into two. So if you didn't hear your question being answered, then your question or a version of your question, because there were some similar ones, is going to be answered in today's episode. If this kind of sparks questions within you and you're like, oh, I'd really like Victoria to answer my question on blah, 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 then please get in touch. Drop me an email or come and say hi on Instagram. I'm at victoria.maskell. Just send me a DM. Let me know that you've got a question and I will answer that anonymously on the podcast. Okay, so the first question that we're going to talk about today is around mindset and around consistency with mindset. So I got some questions like, how do I stay in a positive mindset? What are some good mindset tools you could do every day? What are the best daily methods to help with consistency around mindset? So let's talk about that. Now, I think because a few of the questions mentioned consistency, I wanted to touch on that first because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves when it comes to consistency. And as soon as we've decided something has to be consistent, we often self-sabotage. Think of, for example, if you've ever wanted to go on a healthy eating regime, you've wanted to change how you see food, I'm not going to use the D word, D-I-E-T, we're not going to use that word, but maybe that's been something that you've wanted to do. And then you go, oh, but. And then you start thinking, yeah, but next weekend we're going to my sister's wedding or next weekend we're having those people over or it's such and such's birthday or... And then you start thinking, well, there's no point now setting that healthy regime or going to the gym more or doing that because there's no point because I won't be able to do it on that day. No, I'll wait until I can be really consistent. And then the next week comes along and then you realize that at work or at business or at someone's birthday, there's gonna be an event, there's gonna be cake, you've promised you'll do this, or there's a holiday coming up and you just think, oh, now I can't, right, I'll push it back. 
and it goes back and back and back. And it's all because we tell ourselves, I have to do this every single day. And if I don't do it every single day, then there is no point starting. And that's just not true. And that's just not how life works. Yes, there are some things that maybe you can be consistent every single day. Maybe there are certain things and amazing habits you already have in your life, and that is awesome. But when you're thinking about consistency with anything, with a habit, particularly with your mindset, the way I like to think of it is consistency with flexibility. Consistency that still fits with my life. Because if you think of it as it has to be every single day and I have to do it every single day, the day you don't do it or the day an event pops up, you often then go, oh, I've blown it now. And you feel like you've undone all your hard work when you haven't. You absolutely haven't. Every single day you do something positive for yourself, for your eating, for your well-being, for your mindset, you're getting better. You're getting better, you're growing, you're developing. But when you set yourself that feeling of it has to be every day and there's no point doing it if it can't be every day, you're actually self-sabotaging and you're stopping yourself from having that consistency. So if we're thinking about consistency with positive mindset, you might say, right, that's got to look a certain way. And you might be thinking, right, that's got to be an hour of meditation every morning. And then you realize you've got to take the children to school. Or then you have a night where one of your children doesn't sleep very well, or your cat wakes you up, or you don't sleep well, or you've got to go for an early train, or you've got an early meeting, or something's being delivered early. And you're like, oh, but I won't be able to do it then. And then you think, God, I can't set an alarm for five because I've actually got to get up at six. And then actually doing the meditation becomes a chore and it becomes a, oh, I've got to do this. It's undoing all of the positivity. All of the benefits are being undone because of the way you're focusing on it. Whereas with my view of like consistency with flexibility, it's like my aim is to do this every single day where that fits into my life. Now, some people might go, oh, but that's so wishy-washy. You've got to really focus on it. The reason I say this is because I know so many people are all or nothing. They're like, I have to do it every single day or I'm not gonna do it at all. Now, if you can do something for your mindset, and I'm gonna give you some ideas of what that might look like, every single day without fail, then do it, amazing. If you can be like, I am gonna guarantee I do this every single day, that is incredible, go for it. Do 10 of them, like, go for it. But if you are like most people and you're feeling that, oh, I don't know if I should start yet because what if I fail? What if I don't do every single day? What if I set myself the 75 soft challenge and I don't do it every single day? How am I going to feel? I might as well wait until Christmas. I might as well wait until January. You'll just end up waiting and you'll end up not making the progress and the positive changes that you could have done if you'd gone with my consistency with flexibility. Consistency that fits into your life aspect. Okay, so... I've said my piece on that. So let's talk about some daily methods to help with your mindset. So the first thing I want you to think about is just developing positive habits. Now, positive habits sounds a bit wishy-washy, doesn't it? It's like, oh, okay, positive habits, what do they look like? But they're gonna be different for every single person. So positive habits are anything that improve your day-to-day life. So drinking water is really good for your mindset because not only is water good for your brain, it keeps you feeling more alert, 
just the fact that you've maybe bought yourself your new cool water bottle and you've been drinking your two litres every day gives you a feeling of satisfaction. That feeling of satisfaction is positively reinforcing. It then tells you, oh, I'm good at that. I did that. I set that goal. I achieved it. On top of the feeling really good because you're drinking more water and you're more hydrated and you're not reaching for coffee and teas and sugary drinks all the time, which maybe aren't as hydrating. There's nothing wrong with them necessarily, but it's like you've told yourself, I achieved something. So then when you set your next positive habit, you're actually going to be in a better headspace because you know you've already done it. You've already done something similar. So when I talk about developing positive habits with your mindset, they don't have to just be meditation, affirmations, um, challenging negative thoughts, visualizations, all those things are great, of course, but actually remember that your mindset is impacted by so many different things in your life. And actually just starting one new positive habit has a knock-on consequence to give you more energy and more neural wiring, if you like, around creating new positive habits but you have to create time for them every single day. Even if this is just, okay, let's use that water example. You're like, right, I'm gonna drink two liters of water every day. You might say to yourself, hmm, okay, I've gotta make this a bit more fun. I'm gonna go to B&M. Hands up if you love B&M. If you don't live in a country where there is a B&M, I am so sorry for you because B&M and Home Bargains are two of the best shops ever. So you might say to yourself, right, I'm gonna go onto Amazon. I'm gonna go to that small business. I'm gonna go to B&M and I'm gonna get myself a pretty water bottle. Maybe one that's got those lines on it that tells you different times of the day, like how much you're drinking, great. So you've taken time to do that. And then you're gonna say to yourself, hmm, okay, I need to leave the house. So I just need to give myself an extra five minutes to wash up my water bottle and fill that water bottle. So maybe I'm gonna set my alarm five minutes early. Maybe I'm gonna put a post-it note on the fridge or on the cupboard or on the door as I'm leaving to remind myself. Now, will that take you very long? No, but actually telling yourself it is worth creating the time, it is worth it for your mindset, it is worth it for that positivity is the first step. The next thing I want you to think about is, right, okay, what things in my life actually impact my mindset? Now, I have just had a big house tidy. Um, I got a new sofa because my sofa was so old, it should have been going off to university and starting its new life. Um, and it is starting a new life in someone else's house, so that is a good thing. But it it kind of provoked this, right, we need to clean the windowsills, we need to get rid of some stuff, we need to take some stuff to charity shops. And obviously when you start, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a mammoth task. But this is something that actually I know is really good for my mindset. Um, You might not be thinking that tidying or clearing or sorting is a mindset thing you can do every day, but actually clearing your space, even if it is a tiny part of your desk, keeping it clean, keeping it tidy, keeping it organized, maybe lighting candles, maybe using your really nice stationery. These are all things that you can do every single day that could take just a minute that will have a positive impact on your mindset. Now, for me, I feel more sort of chaotic, more overwhelmed, more stressed when there's loads of stuff everywhere. And the problem is I like stuff as well. So I'm fighting myself. But I also know when my desk is clear, I feel calmer. So taking a minute just to put a few things away or put things in a cupboard or organize things 
is something that I try and do every single day. I don't do it every single day because, you know, consistency with flexibility, but I know it helps my mindset. So your space, how can you create a space every single day that helps your mindset? Is it tidying, organizing? Is it candles? Is it having some kind of affirmation cards up or some motivational posters? Is it colors? You know, there could be, you're introducing, um, I don't know, cushion covers that are a really bright yellow or a gorgeous navy blue because every time you look at them, you feel really good. Things like that, every single day can impact your mindset. So it might not be to do with your space. It might be to do with the time you get up when you go to sleep. It might be to do with the clothes you wear. It might be to do with how you move your body. Ask yourself, what things in my environment have an impact on my mindset? And then say to yourself, where can I make small shifts to increase the things that make me feel good and decrease the things that don't make me feel good? So what I mean by that is, oh gosh, my chair is really squeaky. Um, What I mean by that is, so for me, um, I suppose they're the same thing, but I could say um, clearing my space makes me feel good. Having a cluttered space makes me feel overwhelmed. So how can I reduce the clutter and increase the the cleanliness? It's not cleanliness really, the organisation I should say. And actually, using a really nice notebook, using a nice pen, these actually make me feel more, I don't know what they make me feel. Do they make me feel more sophisticated, more put together? Is that a bit ridiculous? Maybe stationary lovers know what I mean by that. You just feel a certain way when you have a nice notebook or a nice journal or a nice something. Okay, the next thing I want you to think about is focus on feeling good. Every single day to have the best possible mindset How can you focus on feeling good? And to do that, you have to know what it looks like for you. What does feeling good look like for you? Because everyone is gonna be different. Sometimes feeling good for for one person could be feeling energized, getting up at 5 a.m., doing a um, a run or a walk. Um, I'm thinking of one of my friends right now who literally does that. She gets up at 5 a.m., she goes for a run, that sets her up for the day. She's like, yes, that makes me feel good. For me, I would feel better having a lion, having a slower morning and sort of backloading my day. Is that what you would call it? Two different people, two different ways of experiencing things. But the key is the feeling of feeling good. So what feels good for you? How do you structure your day where you can? What Again, things like the clothes you wear, the environment, the people you speak to. Do you listen to podcasts? Do you exercise in the morning? Do you meditate? Do you put a candle on? Do you eat certain foods? The foods you eat have an impact on your mindset. And maybe just saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to swap that breakfast for this breakfast because I know that breakfast makes me feel good. That's something you can do every single day and it benefits your mindset. Like that same point, you've made a change. When you show your brain you're doing it, you feel good, you get a positive reward, it's more likely that you're gonna find other habits easier as a result. Next thing I want you to think about is starting your day with a positive intention about how you want to feel. Now this takes 20 seconds. And this could be the most impactful thing you do for your mindset. Because what you're going to do is you're going to say to yourself, today I am going to feel or today I am going to be and insert however you want to feel or however you want to be. Could be calm, focused, successful, energized. 
could be active, could be, um, I was going to say pensive, mindful, that's a better word than pensive, pensive sounds negative, um, whatever the word is. And then you're going to check in with that throughout the day. So you might check in at 10am and say, right, I've told myself I'm going to feel active today. Am I feeling active? If I'm not, what could I do that makes me feel active? Could I get up? Could I go for a walk around the building just to be like two minutes of fresh air moving my body? If you've said to yourself, you're checking in at lunchtime, I want to feel calm and you're like, oh my God, I had a really stressful meeting. Okay, go back to that intention. What can you do to feel calm? Can you write a to-do list? Can you um, send a voice note to a friend? Can you listen to a podcast? Can you, again, go for a walk, get two minutes of fresh air just to refresh, just to get out of that situation? But checking in with that positive intention keeps you focused. And it's so quick and easy. If you just take one thing from this episode about how to keep a consistent mindset or how to keep a positive mindset, do that thing. Again, remember that consistency is important, but it is not the be-all and end-all. Did I just say that wrong? The be-all and end-all. If you did some of these things three times a week, is that not better than doing it zero times a week because you decided you couldn't start your positive habits because you were too busy or you didn't have time or you didn't know where to start? Three is better than none. So, just start, just start with small things and remind yourself that actually keeping that positive mindset doesn't necessarily have to look like affirmations, visualizations, daily meditation. It can just be setting an intention and checking in with that. It can just be drinking more water as a way of saying, that's the goal I've set myself and I'm really proud of myself that I'm doing it. That's all it needs to be. Okay, the second question that I wanted to ask, uh, sorry, answer, is something that gets asked a lot in different formats. Um, And I'm sure I'd created an episode on this or around this, and I thought, yeah, but it's probably time we did a refresh on it. So the question is around, basically, how do you stay positive when people around you don't have the same mindset, or they're not as positive, or maybe you're super into manifestation and they're not, maybe um, you're setting goals and they're not aligned with those goals and you're finding it really difficult. That's basically this question. So it could be that you're surrounded by people who just are quite negative, they're more pessimistic and you're more optimistic. Maybe there are people in your life who are going through a difficult time and you understand why they're being more negative, but at the same time, it's kind of bringing you down a little bit. And as much as you want to show compassion and you really care about them, you also don't want to be feeling really down and really negative. So the first thing I want you to think about is, it's that classic put your own oxygen mask on first, but being selfish, and I don't like that word because it has so many negative connotations, sometimes is the best thing you can do to support other people. And what I mean by that is, if you look after yourself, if you look after your mindset, if you protect your mindset, if you take time for you, you can show up as your best self to help other people. So as a mindset coach, I want to show up as my absolute best self when I'm in front of my clients. I want to be as positive, as focused, as calm, as motivating as I can be for them because they deserve that. They deserve me to show up as my best self. 
If that means that there might need to be a day when I block off and don't take any sessions because I'm feeling a little bit burnt out, I need to rest, I need to rejuvenate, then I see that as a really good thing because then when they book in for their session, they get the best version of me. And I think the same is true when it comes to mindset. So when you are trying to raise your vibration, when you are trying to keep your vibration up, you need to work out what that actually looks like for you. Now, the other day I went to a fit steps class and there was a new routine and it was super, super fast. And I loved it. It was like, oh my gosh, this is such a challenge. I've got to keep up. That really energized me. And I realized that doing things quickly actually gives me energy. I had a conversation with one of my friends and she was like, oh my God, I'm the exact opposite. I need to slow down. I need to meditate. I need to be really calm. I need to do some yoga. I need to just chill out and then I get my energy. And it's a bit like the um, introvert or the extrovert. Do you get energy from being around people or does being around people drain you and you need time on your own to build up your energy? So think of your vibration as your energy, your battery, your, your store, if you like. And to raise your vibration, you need to work out what you can do daily that makes you feel good. What you can do every single day, even, you know, similar to what I've just been talking about, but even if it's like five minutes, two minutes, 10 minutes, something that you can do on a consistent basis that is, that is building you up. So this could be a daily meditation. This could be dancing. This could be self-care. This could be positive podcasts. Well, that's quite hard to say, positive podcasts. I hope this is a positive podcast. Um, but something that just gives you some energy, that rebuilds you, that gives you, tops up your battery. And then make these things a non-negotiable. A great way of doing this is starting really small because it's easy to say, I'm gonna brush my teeth every single day, hopefully twice a day if there's any dentist listening. Um, but you, it's easy, because it's gonna take you such a short period of time. So if you're thinking about raising your vibration, work out what works for you, and then build it into your schedule as a non-negotiable. I, back in the day, when I was trying to get back into consistent gym sessions, I actually created um, an appointment in my calendar. Sorry, my chair is so squeaky. I created an appointment in my calendar in this like bright, pretty fuchsia pink, um, and I, I really like that colour, um, that was my gym sessions. And I booked them in as if they were appointments with my clients because I was like, well, I'm not going to not show up for a client appointment, but I'm not really showing up for myself because I'm not going to these sessions. So something as simple as switching the colour up, putting them into my work diary, actually meant that I got into the habit of doing them. And once you're into the habit, it's so much easier. So build some form of accountability for yourself. Whether this is finding a group of like-minded people, and obviously um, when this goes out, I think the doors will be closed unless I put this episode out straight away. But the manifestation room is a great place to do that. You can always come and join the waitlist even if the doors are closed, but coming to the manifestation room, you not only get my support in those live group coaching calls, you also get to join the private Facebook group where you can communicate, share with all of these other like-minded people who are so supportive. They're on the same 
goals and wavelength as you and you just have this space where actually people get you and they are positive and supporting you and you are supporting them and you've got that accountability. So in the manifestation room in August, we've been doing the 10-10-10 challenge um, and every day there is a thread in the Facebook group where people are sharing their meditations or sharing a gif about how they're feeling or commenting on, oh, I miss this day, but I'm topping up with this or I'm finding it easier to do that in the morning and that in the evening. You just feel like you're part of something. You feel like you're part of a group. And if your friends and family maybe aren't into those same things, something like the the manifestation room or finding a group of like-minded people really helps to build that accountability. The next thing I want to talk about is how to deal with other people's negativity. Now I want to be really sensitive about this because we know we all have difficult periods in our life and I'm certainly not advocating, that's the word, advocating dismissing people, not being caring, not being compassionate and at the same time there's a a fine line between when you're draining yourself so that you can't help someone else. If you go back to that point I made a minute ago about putting your own oxygen mask on first, if you are your best self, if your husband, wife, sister, best friend needs something, you can show up for them, you can be there, you can support them, you can be their rock, you can listen. If you are not building yourself up, if you're not protecting your own energy, you're draining that battery so you have less and less to give to someone else you have less and less in the tank to be able to show up for them and be your most positive self and and hopefully be positive and optimistic where they need it so a way you can do this is to picture a bubble around yourself now this might be literal bubble this could be an aura this could be a light this could be some kind of distance between yourself and the negativity of others. And see their thoughts, their views, as not coming into your bubble. You're listening, you're hearing them, you are holding space for them. Maybe if they want it, you are giving them advice or helping them, suggesting ideas. But their emotions aren't coming into that bubble. They're bouncing off. They're not being absorbed by your energy, if you like. And if you are into meditations, if you're more spiritual, you might want to create a visualization of exactly this, a protective bubble around yourself where you can still hold space, you can still listen and care, but you can see it as their thoughts and their views. So it's like you're listening, you're being compassionate, you're being empathetic and knowing that you don't have to see the world in the same way as them and that's okay. Like I said, it's okay to have different views. It's, it's actually a good thing for us to all have different ways of seeing the world because I think that's where change really happens. When you have a conversation with someone who sees the world or sees something completely differently, you learn new things, you learn new perspectives. And you can 100% do that when you've got people in your life who maybe are more negative or pessimistic or just going through a difficult time. You can listen and you can understand And then you can see it as that's how they see the world. That's what they're going through right now. How can I support them? How can I help them? How are my views different? How do I see the world differently? Um, I'm 99% certain this person doesn't listen to the podcast. If they do, they need to send me a message. But 
I had, um, oh God, when did I have the conversation? Maybe around March, um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends and he he is very much of the view that your life is determined, that it's uh, that it's going to happen a certain way and there's nothing you can do about that. And I was like, but what about this? What about that? Um, where am I going with this? Yes, I know where I'm going with this. And, um, and I would say, okay, well, you can then think that and take this action and then that changes you onto another path. And he's like, well, no, that path was always how you were going to do it. That's always it. It's predetermined. And the thing is, we, we had this long conversation about it and the way I felt about it was, that's really cool. I've never really heard anyone describe it quite like that. I respect your views. That's how you see the world. And this is how I see the world. And that's different. And I see it like this. And the two can coexist just in the same way that I believe that we all have our own free will, that we all get to manifest how we want to manifest and choose how we want to be. And even though I create these episodes, I'm not trying to change anyone's perspective because my view is people come to this podcast wanting to hear a view or wanting some advice or wanting some support so they're open to that idea someone who's not into mindset not into manifestation isn't going to listen to the podcast and that's absolutely fine so when you're dealing with situations where someone has a different view I think what I'm trying to say is create the protective bubble so that you can still listen so that you can still care you can still be compassionate and also distance yourself from that viewpoint it doesn't have to be something you absorb it doesn't have to be something that you take on it can be something that you see as that's how they see it but this is how I see it and it gets easier and easier to stay in your positive headspace when you have those really good routines whether that's the meditation whether that's listening to certain podcasts whether that is reading certain books whether that's just watching stuff on Netflix or certain TV programs, you're constantly feeding yourself with positive beliefs about how you want to see the world and therefore you're strengthening your neural pathways around those things. And also it's absolutely fine for opposites to attract. People can have incredible relationships and see the world differently. Someone might be going through a difficult time at the moment, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's always gonna be that way. Doesn't necessarily mean they aren't going to start saying, I've noticed you've been doing blah, blah, blah. You seem really happy. How are you doing it? What are you doing? And then they might come to you and say, can you show me how to do that? And at that point, you know they've come to you and they want to change or they're just interested in listening to your point of view. And that's when the change really happens. I hope that helps. Um, I know there were lots of questions around negativity from other people, what to do. Um, I hope that kind of answers those questions that have come in. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please let me know. Um, I'm going to do a work, I forgot to do it in part one. So the special key word for anyone who has listened right to the end of this episode is going to be feather boa. Now you're probably thinking we've had hummus, we've had purple highlighters because they were right near her. Does she have a feather boa on right now as she's recording this podcast episode? Alas, no. However, there is a bright pink feather toy for one of my cats in the corner. One of those ones that's on a long stick and then it's like a pink, there's a word for it, the type of feather it is. <clears throat> but it's been relegated because uh, I have to hoover every 30 seconds when the cats have that because the pink fluff just gets everywhere on my cream carpet. So if you have listened all the way to this end, the end of this episode, 
feather boa is your special keyword drop me uh, a message on instagram drop me an email if you don't use social media let me know you've listened all the way to the end of this episode i hope you have a wonderful day i hope this inspires you and gives you some positive mindset ideas and i will see you very soon for the next episode Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.